Teresa Cutter is a chef, nutritionist, and author of a handful of cookbooks. She's also founder of The Healthy Chef, and she's chatting to us today about her latest endeavor, Earth to Table. Think of it as your plant-based recipe Bible launching in early October. You can check out thehealthychef.com for information on her range of supplements and protein powders, as well as her library of books. Tell us a bit about the benefits of plant-based living um, in gut health, etc. Yeah, well, I myself, I, I eat a more of a flexitarian style of diet. So I do eat a more of a like more plant-based foods, but then I, you know, I put a bit of fish in there and stuff like that mm. um, occasionally because I love my seafood. Um, but the benefits are amazing because you're getting you're getting antioxidants for a start, you're getting prebiotics, you're getting probiotics, you're getting all these good things for gut health and to support your gut and just to support your well-being. Mm-hmm. I remember, um, you know, what you eat, you know, what you eat forms the foundations to, to your health. So if you eat garbage, you're going to look and feel like garbage, aren't you, really? Yeah. And you know it yourself, it affects you psych- psychologically, it affects you mentally. You know, if you're trying to deal with, whether you're trying to deal with weight or hormones or, or gut issues or whatever you're trying to deal with in your health, it can be fixed through food. Um, and using food as medicine, it's, mm. it's really important. So if you're dealing with hormones, eating specific food for hormone health, or if you're dealing with gut issues, you know, maybe removing FODMAPs or maybe making sure that you're eating things like kiwi fruits if you're having problems eliminating because they're the most amazing thing. Um, to help you go to the loo. Um, right. Trust me, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and there's been so, and so many research studies with that. And, um, you know, so, but that's, that, I think that's the reason why I designed my products in the first place. Purely mm. um, because I found it really difficult with my own personal health and journey um, because I, I did have a slow gut. I had suffered from slow transit constipation all my life. So I've been on laxatives since the age oh, of wow. three. And, wow. um, and that was just passed on by my mother. A lot of people said, you know, a lot of people said, oh, Teresa, you know, just eat more fibre, drink more water. You know, I've been going, I've been going through boxes of brands to this and that. You know, when you're young, mm. you just go through everything. Yeah. And then after seeing, after then, you know, coming to Sydney and seeing, um, seen countless array of gastroenterologists and you find that each doctor and gastroenterologist that you see focuses on a specific or even a dietitian or or a nutritionist they have their specific um i suppose area of of expertise so you know not everyone knows everything you know Mm -hmm. some might you know barodi might specialize in fmt which um you you've heard of fmt the fecal transplants and stuff like that with with the probiotics you know, I went down that route. Did you? Uh, yeah, yeah, years ago. But, you know, for, for someone, it, it may work. It may work with somebody with constipation. I mean, sorry, with um, ulcerative colitis or someone who suffers the other way. But right. someone who finds a problem eliminating always got slow transit like and like me, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to cure you mm-hmm. because you, you're, having all this, you're having all these infusions yeah. Um, you know, 
enemas and, and, and whatnot, but you can eliminate. But it starts, yeah, that would start more within the gut and your own digestive issues. Oh, yeah, and it does, it does. It goes all the way through swallowing, all the way through the esophagus, Mm. all the way through digestion and all the way through how you digest and and also um, and how your body metabolises food and the absorption rate. And that's why I designed my my products in the first place because they were pure nutrients in a a liquid form. So Mm. I didn't have to chew, you know. Too often yeah, I could right. just shake and go, shake and mm. go, you know, whether it's greens or whether it's getting my protein, mm. that my body just found it really hard to digest and mm. absorb. So interesting. an interesting thing. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think the best supplement is for gut health? Oh, for our supplement, it's um, basically I've got the green smoothie and the organic superfood and the collagen. Um, they're the mm. two. They're the two things because you've got your prebiotic, you've mm. got your probiotic, and you've got your collagen that to support the gut and the integrity of the cells as well. Mm. So you've got that protein there to help your body restore, heal, and nourish, and you've got those two fibers there. You you need both of them. You need your prebiotics to help stimulate the growth of good bacteria, and also you need to to have the probiotics like into your diet and making sure whether you're getting them from food or whether you're getting them from cultured foods um, like sauerkraut. I've got a Polish background, so I've been eating sauerkraut since the you know, age of two or <laughs> for as long as I can remember because we used to make it ourselves. Yeah. So it's a, it's a no-brainer for us. Mm. You know, we make our own. So, yeah. so anything pickled, pickled onions, pickled, pickled cucumbers, um, things like that, yeah, and yeah. fermented. Yeah, it's amazing. Love, we love that food. Yeah. <laughs> so... Speaking on that subject as well, I guess you can use food as a reset button. So say you've had a really bad, naughty weekend and you've kind of inflamed your gut. How can we use food or what kind of foods would you look to to sort of help reset your gut in that way? I always use food as a reset. Um, I I always, I try and do, I try and do a bit of a detox or a a reset around four times a year. Mm -hmm. So it's seasonal. Yeah. And I think we all need it. We all we all tend to to start eating well, and you know we exercise every day. We you know we meditate. We do this. We go for a walk and and do all that sort of stuff. And try and eat eat you know regular, I suppose, healthy plant based foods. Um, but you know we can all go off the wagon, especially you know especially in winter. Mm. Um, maybe eating too many bars of chocolate or this or the other or you know just the comfort foods that really make you feel like crap. Yeah. yeah. And so I know a lot of us are doing a detox now, um, normally a couple of weeks. It's it's but it's not just a it's not just a um, a diet of lemon juice and water for two weeks. Um, you know, it's nourishing foods because it allows your body to heal and restore. So I'll remove I'll keep it vegan. I'll remove mm-hmm. um, I'll stick to plant based foods. I'll remove gluten, I'll remove dairy, sugars and even inflammatory, like inflammatory style of foods, like um, from like nightshades, yeah. for instance, and really keep it simple and light. And um, so, and I find that after a couple of weeks, your body feels amazing. And I use our products as well specifically um, because I'm not, you know, it's, it's important you're still getting your proteins. So I, I, I use our organic pea proteins because protein in a detox is the most important thing because it, you know your liver needs it. Your gut needs it, your body needs it because it can't make its own. So it needs it through food every single day. Mm. 
So um, definitely uh, pea protein, definitely. Mm -hmm. Talking about hangover cure and before when I've had a glass too many pinots, yeah. <laughs> I, do I do love a pinot. I love the natural immune support that we've got too. Um, purely because it's, it's rich in vitamin C and it's got ginger, turmeric, beautiful anti-inflammatories as well. Mm. And it's just like it makes you feel amazing. So a couple of glasses of those mm. before you go to bed at night, that's amazing. That's, mm, that's the trick. I know. So going back to your book and the plant-based recipes, yes. what is – can you recommend a recipe that would satisf satisfy any kind of carnivore? Ah, <laughs> uh, look, I'm right into um, my Persian roasted cauliflower. Um, it's amazing. It's um, caressed with capers, olives and a bit of lemon and it's sitting on a bit of Greek yogurt or if you're vegan with some whipped hummus. Um, love it, love it. Um, for something fresh, now that we're moving into spring shortly, um, something similar like a, a beauty boosting salad with avocado greens, goat's feta, some figs, and a beautiful dressing made from smashed blackberries and some lemon. Um, it's the most amazing wow, dressing. That's so interesting. Oh, I love it. You know, so you've got your antioxidants, you've got your vitamin C, you've got your good fats, uh, especially if you drizzle some avocado oil on top of that oh, as well, which yeah. is amazing. Um, I'm running into soups. We're into soup phase at the yeah. moment. Winter's mm -hmm. been a big soup thing. Um, so hubby and I, you know, we love things like, um, three ingredient soups. Um, the book is full of 3D, three ingredient oh, soups, which is basically the vegetable, an onion or a leek and water. That's pretty oh, much it. Crazy. And it's crazy. Yeah. It's, but you know, when I make them in my cooking classes, it's people go nuts. They'll go, what? It's what? Taking you literally from start to finish five minutes and I'm having, um, I'm having soup, soup and it's the most delicious healthy, soup. Cheap. It's healthy and yeah. it's cheap. It takes five, ten minutes yeah, to make. And great. you don't need stocks. You know, people go, oh, but I haven't got a vegetable stock. Well, you don't need stocks when you're making vegetable soups mm. or even soups per se because you, the ingredients just come Should from a bit of, yeah, it comes from the food that you, you're cooking with mm. and it's fresh and it doesn't, you know, if, if you're using stock, it sometimes um, masks some of the gorgeous fresh flavour as yeah, well. Yeah, it's just all sodium and fake flavour. Yeah, it, it really is. So keep it simple, keep it fresh, make it yourself. Mm. Know what's in the food you eat and yeah. nourish your body with, with good wholesome foods. But I, I've also got yeah. a, I've also got a, an awesome um, sweet potato bread that's in the book oh, as well. Oh, I've had that before. Oh, you know, yeah, but this is a new, I, I tend to revamp all my oh, recipes okay. as well. Um, it's, I think you're thinking of the pumpkin one. Oh, I am, yes. It's a sweet potato bread and there's also a beautiful soda bread that I've got um, mm. as well with some whipped avocado. It's amazing. So that would go nicely with the yeah. soups. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that could maybe um, be a great midweek meal. Oh, um, totally. Yeah. A totally. Quick and easy. Yeah. Soups, I normally make a big batch um, of something like that. Um, it will last three days in the fridge. I, yeah. make, I make a whole heap and... You know, we, we have it for lunch or dinner. Um, you know, we reheat it the next day. We take it to work. It? Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, you want to add – like I'm into at the moment um, – we're a bit immune boosting at the moment. So I'm into my congees as well. Yes. Um, so we make a gorgeous congee. Um, it's, um, and it's, got a, it's actually got a spoonful of our collagen protein Does as it? well. Mm -hmm. Because it's a vegan soup. 
And I just, you know, but it's a vegetarian, well, it's not anymore once you add the collagen, but you need that protein as well yeah. to support. And um, so we have that with some turmeric, ginger, lots and lots of garlic. Yeah. And, um, oh, it's amazing. It sounds flavour-packed. It is. Yeah. Have you got any go-to recipes or dinner hacks while we're on the topic? You know what? Go-to recipes, I'm, 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 I'm thinking, you know, when it's always, it's always an omelette. Um, my leek omelette is the most amazing thing. Um, when we're stressed for time, we want something yummy, um, we normally cook up a leek. Even here at the office, the girls are doing it as well. Um, it's, it's become a staple. I think Rosie, Rosie, one of our gorgeous um, media team, had a leek omelette every single day once she wow. learned how to make the recipe for a couple so, of weeks. Yeah, once, you, once you learn it, then it's just right um, knowledge. You know, I think that's what it is. I think once people see you do it and see how easy it is mm. and, you know, it's it's a soups at the moment, you know, I go through cauliflower and leek, I go through, you know, even a, even a quick and easy detox Caesar salad for me, um, I get a cos lettuce, I break it in half, um, I whip up some avocado with some, olive oil, a um, little bit of water and some lemon, drizzle drizzle it over the top, you know, nice big handful of pumpkin seeds um, and it's a most amazing thing. Yeah, Just delicious. really simple. I try and keep all my recipes simple. I don't, you know, I don't like to put have too many things in the fridge at the same time no. and too many ingredients. You know, if I, if I go to the shops or the supermarket, I buy, you know, three or four things and that's it. Mm. And I try and utilise that those foods in, you know, in some great dishes. Mm. So I eat Sim Simply. I yeah. wish someone would cook. <laughs> you know what? I enjoy it. It's like therapy. Yeah. Even, even, um, even when I'm stressed, um, the girls will um, agree to this as well. When I'm stressed, I'll, they'll come in the morning and I'm here. I'm baking away. I'm, I'm making some almond milk cookies or some some cookies or something because it's just like therapy to me yeah. you know um you know I've been cooking all my life yeah so a lot of people a lot of people don't don't know I I'm, I'm a trained chef and so I've been um I've been in the hotel industry um had my own catering business um doing healthy simple fresh food for advertising commercials mm. and, and, and agencies as well so it's your therapeutic time as well it is yeah. it's like meditation yeah, yeah, it is. And yeah. you know what? You put on some French music. Um, or you put on some gorgeous music because you've got to cook to music. Yes. And it's like we used to do that in the, in the cafe um, when everyone would go home. I would make all my granola then because it needs as a slow process. It's a three-hour process to make it. And um, so I'd put on the French music. No one would be in the, um, in the cafe. Everything's going to be dark. And I'd be... They're making granola till like eleven o'clock at night, just to and just you know maybe sipping hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy times, I know. <laughs> okay, let's switch gears a little bit. What's yeah. your advice for people when they're dining out and they're trying to choose the healthiest, most nutritious option? Is there anything on a regular menu that we should look out for or avoid? Look, I always when I'm when I'm dining out, so I'll just do what I do normally, I'll I'll stick to salads and veggies mm-hmm. at first, you know, and but then I'll look to how it's cooked. Um, I don't want anything that's deep fried or anything like that really because it's too oily and, and, bit, and a little bit gross. So something a little bit fresher, roasted or leafy greens. 
Uh, definitely for protein, I'm a, I'm a big fan of things like oysters or sashimi or even raw, raw styles of fish with um, a light olive oil dressing, something just simple on the mm. gut and easy to digest mm. for me. Um, so long as you know the integrity of the restaurant and you know the sort of food that they have, I try and do my research before I go. And yeah. you know what I mean? You sort yeah. of like go, okay, cool, I can order this, that or the other. And a lot, of the, a lot of the times if there's nothing really there or if there's something from one menu or if that you like and you can combine it with, some, with, with something else, I often go, oh, can I have that, um, that whipped cauliflower hummus or whatever or can I have the hummus with blah, 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 right. blah. Yeah. And they'll often change, change it up because if they're making it for one dish, they'll, yeah. they'll, and they'll also have it. Or can I have a plate of roasted pumpkin on the side? because I noticed that you, you're serving roasted pumpkin with this dish here. Mm. So you can often ask them, and they're pretty accommodating these, these days. Yeah. I, think, I think restaurants have to be. Yeah. Um, look, I avoid, I avoid soups unless it's a broth or a miso base or something like that, because a lot of them are just filled with too much cream and gross things. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and a lot of them are too spicy. I avoid spices because, you, you know, things like chilies. I'm not a big spice person personally myself. My body doesn't tolerate that very well. So you just don't want it to, to repeat on you when you go to bed at night or, you know, to upset your tummy as well. Mm-hmm. But um, if I'm doing Jap- Japanese, always just comfort foods like steamed rice, mm-hmm. a bowl of steamed rice yeah. with a bit of soy sauce or something like yeah. that, <laughs> amazing. You know, just really, really keep it simple. Yeah. You know, anything steamed is amazing. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's something that we wanted to ask. What is your go-to comfort food or treat? Well, comfort food, you know what, is either a risotto or rice, Um, any rice-based if it's nourishing and warming. Mm. So if it's a savoury option, you know, I'll often cook some steamed jasmine rice or some brown rice, you know, and I'll I'll, I'll overcook it as well, make it all nice and soft. Mm. And I'll drizzle it with. A um, bit of olive oil with some tamari, um, and just eat it because wow. it's warm. You know, at this time of year, I will. Yeah. Um, especially when you know, you're feeling a bit run run down. Um, for a treat, it's anything chocolate. Um, I I'm a big chocolate fan, chocolate <laughs> addict. So I'll have a naked hot chocolate, yes. um, either a milk or a dark, um, which is amazing. It's it's. Australia's still only sugar-free drinking chocolate. Oh, Amazing. Well, we've sourced one of them is made from a gorgeous European style of cocoa from France, which wow. is amazing. And it's it's that. It's a bit of maca. It's a bit of cinnamon. It's vanilla bean and a pinch of sea salt. And Yum. it's so, so yeah. delicious. The milk one, we find it tastes a bit like a Milo, a healthy Milo or a Ovaltini, such okay, a thing, yeah. but it's um it's completely it's sugar free, but that's a raw cacao, and that's got a lacuma in there, um, which and it's got some carob in there as well, which makes it taste really really yummy. Creamy, but yeah, so I normally make that with some almond milk. Um, if I want it iced, I blend that with um, some of our chocolate protein, and it tastes like a chocolate milkshake. Mm-hmm. Or I fold it into some coconut yogurt, which is amazing. Mm. And I've got an instant chocolate mousse. So, yeah, anything chocolate for me and I'm just, you know, (laughs) I'll never be sick of chocolate. I think that's safe to say that we're also the I know. No, it's chocolate therapy for me. Um, What about 
ingredient base. So is there anything that you think is sort of an underrated and underused ingredient at the moment? Underused ingredient? Oh, look, you know, to be honest, to be honest, it depends what the person is for. I think people, we can all get into um, fanatics um, when it comes to ingredients. So, you know, they and they hear it on the news, they hear it on the news that, you know, an ingredient's amazing for you, mm. whether it's, you know, whether it's lemon or berries or this or the other, and they'll use it all the time. Mm. I, th- I think it's I think it's important to vary your diet um, as much as you can, but still keep it simple. So I, I tell you what I do use all the time is lemon. Mm-hmm. If there's okay. one ingredient I'll use for every single thing, I'll use it for a dressing, I'll use it for, um, I'll use it uh, in my lemon juice and water and in my green smoothie, mm. I'll use it in anything I'll you know, um, I think that's the thing that I'm always that I always have in the fridge, um, and it's citrus. Everything citrus is great for me, okay. uh, yeah. and my body responds well to citrus. Mm. But I think that's a personal thing. Um, right into tahini at the moment as well. Mm, yeah. A lot of people don't know that tahini also is a great emulsifier for dairy-free milk. So if I'm making um, if I'm making my own almond milk or, or rice milk at home or here at work, a spoonful of tahini helps emulsify the whole thing. So it doesn't split when you heat it. Mm. And um, plus it's boosting the calcium and it's boosting the minerals Mm. and it's the most yummiest thing. And, uh, you know, speaking of that chocolate treat I was from from before, um, if you mix tahini and chocolate and water with a bit of maple or honey, it's the most amazing with tahini. Um, the recipe's in the book too. The book. <laughs> but it's, um, no, it's totally, yeah, I'll, I'll eat that by the spoonful. Yum. So it's delicious. Let's talk about um, the Healthy Chef supplements that we've yes. been mentioning mm-hmm. and the skin connection that they have. Yeah, look, you know, to me, to me it is all about food, skin health, and I design things based on what I'm looking for myself. Um Having just turned 51 a few months ago, I'm sort of like I'm always looking for skin hydration, what's going to help my skin, um, how's it going to, you know, how am I going to keep looking and feeling my best um, as the years move on as mm. well. You know, you've got, you know, you've got perimenopause, you've got menopause, you've got this, you've got that, you're dealing with all these issues. Um, and, you know, I'm so excited because we are the only company in Australia that do 100% um, pure marine collagen that's wild caught. Wow. Um, a lot of people don't know that. Some of the collagens that they're using um, from bovine sources that are farmed, a lot of them are farmed, and even, if, even if those, they, and they say pasture raised, it's a, normally a mixture of both. Mm. Um, and a lot of them are farmed fish as well, you know. Mm. So you've got... You know, you, you don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. And there's so many so many studies and a lot of the products that we bring out too, we, we do it on research and studies as well. We just don't bring it out because it's, it's like, exactly oh, right. yeah, great. And it's got to be the best that you can get. So um, best you can get um, amazing marine collagen. So I definitely, I mix that with our immune support, which is high in vitamin C, pretty much every day. Um, because vitamin C helps with the absorption as well, right? Collagen, and it's really, really important. What for people who don't know, how do they source the collagen from the fish? Is it in their scales? 
Yeah, skin and scales. Yeah. Skin and scales. And um, ours is via Snapper um, okay. off oh. the coast of Hawaii, which is very, very mm. cool. Um, but it's, it's chill fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we, we actually know where it comes from. Yeah. And it's really, really important to know where your product is sourced, how it's produced, mm. where it comes from. And to make sure that everyone can have it. And that's why people yeah. love our products so much because the kids can have it as well. Mm. We've got so many mums, um, you know, that are either breastfeeding, about to have a baby, this, that, right. the other, and they go, can I take these supplements? You know, yeah. can I take your protein? Yeah. yeah, our protein is suitable for adults and kids mm. because we don't put any nasties in yeah. it. Um, it's pretty much it's simple. So we've kept like our food and like, we're cooking ourselves. We keep our supplements um, out, you know, we keep it simple, fresh. We know the integrity of the product and a lot of them are organic mm. and and they're just good for you and yeah. they don't affect your gut and that's yeah. really important because they're based around my gut and my slow digestive system and how I have to deal with it. But that's the skin, yeah, and you'll notice with the collagen, um, you'll really notice after a few months your skin hydration mm. is is better. Um, I noticed my hair and nails. Your hair and nails, amazing. So much better. Yeah, I, uh, exactly. I, I found uh, a few years back I was put on to, a doctor put me on to some T3 because I had some sluggish thyroid issues, but my hair was falling out. Mm. And I was going, what the hell's going on? And as soon as, um, as soon as I, like, I went off that, you know, went into more nat- natural um sources but um supported my thyroid a bit better but um the collagen really helped it helped my skin and my hair so mm, it's great um, why is it so important for us to get the right nutrition through food and our supplements rather than just topical treatments yeah because it starts from your gut it starts from what you eat yeah. so health does and the way you look the way you feel everything everything your total essence of health comes from what what and what you eat and your gut is your engine so, you know, um, you eat, you chew, you absorb food through the small intestine and you eliminate. And so you want that whole process to be as nourishing as you can for your, for your body. And your body's just going to thrive eating more plant-based foods, eating more antioxidants, eating more greens, eating more minerals, eating, eating all those great, I suppose, great foods that are found in plants um, that are not full of chemicals, that are seasonal um, as well, it's really important to eat seasonally as well, um, purely because the, the, the nutrients is a lot better. So it hasn't been stored, hasn't been yeah. bought from the USA or China. Um, so make it local as mm. well. Shop at farmers markets, but keep the integ- and like keep the integrity in your food. Know what's in the food you eat, and you'll feel amazing. Mm. Even after a couple of days, you know, just you know, just try it. Just try it on yourself. Mm. Eat eat veggies and fruit. Um, some fruits and, and some salads, some great dressings. Eat that for a few weeks. Um, go on a detox and yeah. see how amazing you feel. And same with our supplements as well. Um, a lot of the times I don't feel like eating much. And so all I want to do is shake with water and go. Mm, yeah. So I'll just shake some greens, some proteins with water and go. I don't have to because I suffer from gut issues itself. itself. Sometimes you may not want a smoothie because it's too bloating. A lot of people who suffer yeah. from gut issues go, oh, just bloat with smoothies. I kind of just shake yeah. because that's not incorporate. A smoothie will incorporate air into the blender, 
naturally. Right. So it's, do you know what I mean? Yes. And so you go, oh, I've just had a smoothie, but I feel really bloated or whatever, whether it's in a cafe or this or that or the other. But maybe try and shake it. Yeah. So shake your powder with water. Keep it, keep it pure. Keep it simple. You know, reduce your calories and um, mm. away you go. It actually, you'll notice a big diff- difference. That's how, that's how I like yeah. to have a lot of mine. Yeah. Well, our next question it's is about shaking. smoothies. Yes. So is there something like what's... I do have an avocado one with chocolate. Okay. That's, that sounds good. <laughs> and... and should we try and not to have them every day? Like what's the general I, – I never really drink smoothies. I always think that they're quite naughty without us knowing. Well, it depends what you put in them, you know. Naughty being what, you know, if you have a, a quarter of an avocado and a handful of greens and, you know, some protein, um, it depends exactly what you put in them. If you're having a smoothie in a cafe, um, definitely you don't know what what's in them um you don't know how much of this and normally i find they're too sweet and sickly yeah so make the smoothie or the shake at home yourself Mm -hmm. and you can reduce the calories as well so keep them you know you know keep them to around 250 250 to 300 calories max it's what you need but if you have some good fats in there you make your smoothies with water or a really good plant-based milk that's not full of glue Mm. um like a lot of them are these days and um, you know, put in some of your berries and put in some protein and make it make it a whole meal. But obviously, you don't have to have a smoothie. Just you know, you eat to how you feel as well. So whether you're a smoothie, a shake, or whether you're having um, some scrambled tofu or some scrambled eggs um, on a plate with um, a drizzle of oil, just mm. or if you don't want breakfast, don't have it. Yeah, yeah. Um, as well, maybe have a matcha latte, and that's enough. Mm. Um, so eat according to, I've always believed, eat according to how you feel, to how your body feels and to how hung, and hungry you are. Yeah. You don't have to eat by the clock. Yeah. You know, if you want two meals a day, have two meals a day. Um, if you want one meal a day, have one meal a day and your body just responds mm. the, yeah. the best way it does. Yeah. What's a good little way to make your smoothie into a super smoothie? What's the best way Ooh, to yeah. get the most out of it okay this is great this is one of my favorites i go from it during this time um i go from a a chocolate to um, a berry to a stress buster to different things like that but um as a as a chocolate smoothie which is our favorite at the moment um so you're, you're putting avocado great fats amazing your body needs it your skin needs it you feel amazing and so I, you, you, I normally use our protein powder, whether it's our WPI, our grass-fed WPI or our pea. Mm. I'll also add a spoonful of magnesium in our chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll spoonful of that one in. And sometimes I'll even add a spoonful of green smoothie as well, um, purely because I'm adding greens and probiotics and, and yummy things or even a handful even a hand, handful of spinach if you want those greens in mm. there. And you blend that up and it's the most amazing thing. I can, I tell you, I, I, it just tastes like chocolate mousse, the creamiest thing and you're having that for breakfast. Or if you're wanting something a little, I suppose, a bit fresher um, now that we're coming into spring and summer. And I often sub, I love my berries. So it's a combo of berries and avocado or berries and banana. Mm. And um, and then you're chucking your protein, but always protein. So whatever super smoothie 
as such you're making. Anything can be a smoothie, mm, but yeah. um, if you're making it a complete meal as such and you're using a smoothie as a meal, um, always you've got to have your protein. Right. And whether that comes from uh, organic pea, WPI, or even a spoonful of almond butter or yeah. something, or even if you don't use protein, you know, something something with protein in it. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Mm. Mm, make it a complete meal. Well, uh, the, and the protein will, it'll make it, it'll, it'll finish that off. Mm. Um, I know the girls, the girls here in the office, you know, de- and definitely love their green smoothies and they're having, they're having zucchini, they're having avocado, they're having spinach. Um, and then they're lo- and loading it up with, I'll, I'll stick, the, I'm using Rosie's smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then they'll put, organic pea protein and they'll put more greens in it and then they'll put collagen in it. So they'll basically go through all the supplements that we've got and they'll just make it into a super smoothie. <laughs> I would do that too. I and would do that too. Honestly, and it's the most amazing thing and they'll just blend it with water. You don't yeah. need anything else yeah. really. And and but they'll blend it with water and if it's cold, they won't put ice in it. They'll mm. just blend it. So it's a just a, a normal smoothie that's not too cold and chilly. Um and that's a, a good way of having a smoothie, I suppose, in the winter. That's not going to freeze your tits off, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> you know, a few of the girls did the fun run last week and um, they had the recovery smoothie, which was fantastic because our recovery smoothie is our native whey protein, our vanilla. Um, they mixed that, they blended that with some orange and banana and coconut water. So you've got your protein. You've got your, your magnesium, you've got your potassium, you've got your fibre and anti-inflammatories, mm. you know. So it's amazing. So yeah. just base your smoothie around your health concern and around what you need. Mm. Rather than just Rather than just make flavors. a smoothie. Yeah. Rather than just flavours. Think about, you know, what's going to help nourish my gut, what's going to help nourish my hormones. So what, what am I going to do mm. to help nourish that and what's the best things around that and organize a plan like everyone needs a plan yeah um a chef will have a plan what he's cooking in the kitchen for the whole week Mm. so i think it's important to have a rough plan um of what you want to do for the week and and plan it out Mm. yeah to ask your opinion on celery juice so it's obviously everywhere at the moment and people are saying it's apparently you know the cure for everything from acne to migraines as well as being detoxifying what are your thoughts on that I love celery and I love celery juice. Um, I think one of the girls, he went on a celery juice thing for three months. Wow. I think it was Michelle for three months. She was having celery juice every day. Mm. And I think you girls went on it as well for a little while. Like she went on it to help with her psoriasis. Okay. It yeah. didn't, didn't help as such, but she felt good drinking it. But me personally, I, I like I love it. I wouldn't think of it as a cure-all for everything, mm. but it is anti-inflammatory, definitely. It's high in vitamin C. Um, it makes you feel fantastic. Mm. And it's low calories, low sugars, mm. it's low FODMAP, it's everything amazing in it. Mm. So drink it. Drink it like a normal juice um, mm. and have a glass every day. And if, and if you love it, great. That's yeah. fantastic because, to me, vegetable-based juices like a celery juice, it's infusing your body with minerals, time minerals as well with vitamins, with vitamin C, with all the goodness. Yeah. And if it's making you feel amazing and if it's helping you personally, yeah. it may not help everyone, 
But if it's helping you, that's fantastic. Drink it. Mm. So if someone, if it doesn't help somebody and if it helps other people, well, that's great. Yeah. So health is such a personal thing. Yeah. So eat according to how you feel, according to your body and what it needs. Um, and not one diet suits all so and fits all either. Mm. So take um, a lot from, I like, I like the idea of t- taking a lot of, principles and dietary principles from a lot of diets and I suppose dining and designing my and my and my own my own personal wellness diet for me so I say that to people as well whether it's juices or a diet specific diet whether it's plant-based or non-plant-based um eat according to how you feel mm-hmm. as yeah. well and how your body makes you feel as well you know and listen you to your body. listen to your body and I think a lot more people have got to listen to their bodies a lot more Absolutely. Do you have a way to make celery juice taste a bit nicer? <laughs> I think it tastes amazing. I personally, on its own. Yes, I do. I really do. Um, and you know what? If you make it yourself, it always tastes better. Mm. If you buy it out, I've actually no- noticed. If you buy it out from a juice bar or whatnot, you go to the nearest juice bar and say, hey, can I just have a celery juice? It depends. They, they may not have washed the celery properly. Yeah. It may still have some chemicals in it or whatnot, and it's a bit gross. I've had that experience myself. But if you make it yourself and it's just pure and natural and it just comes from organic celery, it's just the most amazing thing. Mm. But lemon will de- definitely make it taste better. <laughs> so I'll, I'll add lemon. Food. And a lot of times uh, a lot of people are into, into juices, um, maybe dilute it with a bit of water as well. So... Maybe um, a cup of celery juice or half a cup of celery juice and half a cup of water. So just dull it down a little bit more, add a bit bit of lemon and drink it that way or maybe a little bit of pear juice or something like that. So put a little bit of pear in there or some green apple um, if you want it on the sweetest side. But um, to be honest, yeah, the lemon, like I said, makes everything better. Everything better. Everything better. Lemon and adding a bit more water. Mm. Mm. Um, and we wanted to ask you something a little bit left of field, but there's yeah. been a lot of research and media coverage recently around plastic wrap and plastic food containers and their link to health and fertility problems. How do you store your food and do you have any, like, recommendations? Look, we store all our foods, a lot of our foods here in glass mm. or, or in the fridge just to keep the integrity of the product mm. as well. Um, it's really important to us that our products even are packed sustainably, even for our ingredients. But um, everything's like our naked chocolates, you know, you can, you know, all our packaging is, I suppose, environmentally friendly, as friendly as it can be for now, um, without affecting the integrity of the product. Mm-hmm. It's important for us um, in terms of even our pro- our proteins, we package in We've got, um, we've got, I suppose, a, a lining that doesn't allow that breathability as well. So your product doesn't become contaminated and it's pure and it's, nat- it's natural, as fresh as it can be. Mm-hmm. But in terms of storing food, glass is always the best, the yeah. best form. As you can see all those glass jars there. Um, if it's black glass, it's even better mm-hmm. um, because it's the darker effect. the glass... Yeah, the darker the glass, the better it is to storage because light will also affect the, the quality of the food. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll not even though notice if you go to um, 
gourmet butchers, I mean, sorry, not gourmet butchers, but Italian stores and stuff. Um, they've got ranges, of, you know, a range of olive oils. It's packaged in yeah. light glass. Um, maybe they're imported from um, um, Italy or Spain or whatnot, but it's packaged in light glass or in the supermarket as well. And so you've got light coming into this product. And you've got heat as well because sometimes the sun's shining yeah. right on that as well. So light, heat, air will affect the integrity of the product. So it'll be rancid in three months. Mm, yeah. So you can never trust anything like that. So anything, you know, in a dark glass jar, the best thing, mm, the best thing great. for it. You've just launched your new online clinic. I know, I'm so excited. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, uh, very excited. The Healthy Chef e-clinic. It's yes. one of the first of its kind and is changing the way in how we access healthcare. It is because we have, it's taken us a lot of years to get this done. It was, um, I think it was, uh, I thought about it a few years back. It was only because we had so many emails at the Healthy Chef Mm. um, asking for help, asking for help on on diet, whether it was um, a gut issue, once again, or whether it was a hormonal issue, anything to do with their healthy diet. How can I eat to improve this? I'm trying to lose some kilos here. And... Um, I, I said to my hubby, I said, it'd be great to actually have one big space where we can actually source some of the best nutritionists, the best dietitians, the best health professionals all in one spot. People can pick who they want to talk to. Mm. Uh, it's all secure. Mm. So that's the most important thing as well. It's confidential. Mm. It's like it's confidential. It's secure. So it's a one-on-one. It's a one-on-one consult with your practitioner and it's the most amazing thing we've had some yeah. great response over it's only launched like a month ago or so and really really good response it's and great. it's great so people from all over australia yeah. anyone so you don't you know if you're home you're a mum, you can't get out or you're from the country you can just go you know on online mm. everything's online and it's the most amazing thing mm. it's great it's yeah, makes it so accessible yeah. to everyone. It is. It's accessible, and that's what we wanted to do. You know, because we wanted that. We wanted that accessibility because we, you know, a lot of us are stuck. We're stuck at work. We're busy. We've got families. We can't get out to all these appointments as mm. well. And some of us live remotely, mm. and um, we can't find the specialists that we need. Yeah, um, it's a great idea to support our health. So very, very happy. And it's going very strong. That's so good. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys.